Welcome to Alabama AgCast, a weekly conversation about news and issues affecting Alabama farmers and forest landowners. Alabama AgCast is produced by the Alabama Farmers Federation. Hello and welcome to this week's Alabama AgCast. I'm your host, Mike Moody. In the studio today, we've got what I would consider to be a very special guest, our own Hunter McBrayer. Hunter, how are you doing today? Mike, I am doing great, and I just appreciate the opportunity to be back in the studio with you. Oh, me too, me too. This has been a long time in planning, and so I'm, I'm glad to finally get you in here. Uh, Hunter, uh, like many of us in the Federation, wears several different hats. Uh, he is the Young Farmers Director. Uh, but he is also involved in an Alpha Leaders program, the Alpha Leaders program, of which he is a Class 4 graduate. So congratulations on your graduation. Uh, some, let's see, is this, this is Class 4, that we're on Class 6 now. 6 yeah, now. Six. Uh, and what we'd like to do today is we'd like to go over, there's a lot of things coming up for uh, for leaders, but also for the young farmers. And we thought we'd just get Hunter in here to talk about some of those things to make our young farmers. And, and those interested aware of what's going on. So let's begin with the Alpha Leaders program. What's coming up with them? Yeah, so Alpha Leaders, just to kind of give a little bit of a history for those that may not know, um, Alpha Leaders is a two-year, you know, COVID kind of added a little bit to the last one of the Class 5, but it's a two-year, what we would consider an intensive professional and personal leadership development program. So, as you mentioned, uh, I graduated Class 4 in 2018. Uh, it worked out pretty well for me. I got a job working here. Uh, but, I, you know, I was you, in a... You were not working for the Federation that is correct. at the that, time you were in the correct. program. I was an county agent at the time, and which is really, you know, I was going through the Young Farmers Program, had uh, an area director, Kyle Hayes, who has since retired, um, suggested that I, I apply for it and was fortunate enough to have that opportunity to go through one of the best experiences of my life. And I, and I mean that not just because I work here, even if I had not, some of the folks that were in that class, we were a group of 17. Um, those other 16 people were in that class, some of those are some of my closest friends to this day. So that's what I kind of tell people now is, you know, yes, you will learn a lot about the Farmers Federation and the policies and procedures and what we do here. You'll learn a lot about state and federal government and the programs that are there. You have an opportunity to go and I will say even lobby on behalf of the Farmers Federation. We we meet with all the constitutional officers here at the state level, uh, go to D.C. and work with our, our congressmen and, and senators there. It's an incredible opportunity, but there's so many things that happen during that two-year course that it's really kind of even hard to sell it because it's it's – there's a lot you're going to benefit from all of it, whether it's immediately, whether it's long term. Um, it, it's really cool. And it's even more fun now. You know, we're five years out from when I graduated, I guess, this August. And now the people that were in that class with me are now county presidents or they're serving on state commodity committees or they're involved in other organizations. It's fun to see how that leadership development program really is developing leaders, as cliche as that may sound. Right, right. Well, uh, and and what you were alluding to is the connection, The and what you were alluding to earlier were the connections that you're making. You were in the trenches for two years with this group, and so you just bond with folks like that when you get that close. Isn't that right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, 
my class, we had a capstone project, and you know, I kind of like to throw it out there that our class kind of formulated the idea of Sweet Grown Alabama, and it's been fun to watch now. And you know, in my first role here as commodity director for specialty crops, to see Sweet Grown kind of take off, and it, it's just neat, I guess, to to have that bond with those people, but then also to be able to see the work that we did over two years kind of come to fruition and, and continue to grow. So, so you're driving um, down the road with your family, and uh, you see a billboard, and you look over at Brooke, and you say, you know, I did that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I humble brag there. It, it is a <laughs> uh, it is a thing that we we all kind of take a little bit of pride in. But uh, you know, our goal, I mean, the, the Alpha Leaders Program is obviously to develop leaders, but also we wanted to give back to agriculture and to the Farmers Federation and. What better way than to connect and to find a better way to connect, I guess, farmers and consumers together to help show people where their food come from and all the things that that are out there, the buzzword things. But I really think that that has created a little bit of a difference in the ag world in the state of Alabama and the direct consumer market. And so it's fun to be able to to not only benefit from a class, but hopefully be able to give back a little bit. Too. Right, right. Yeah, and it's uh, it really has been a very good program for the state and continues to grow. And so I know Ellie Watson and, and the group down at the Department of Ag, are, they just do so much uh, with that. So I think we can all kind of have a little pride in that because we are still heavily involved in the program. So it continues to yield benefits from us. Oh, absolutely. That, that program, while, you know, we kind of, I guess, came up with the idea for it. I mean, it's a combination of Power South and Department of Agriculture and, and Alpha Farmers. The amount of work that our communications department does here is if somebody sees a billboard that you were talking about a while ago, mm-hmm. it's created in this office That's and right. then it's put out and marketed through our, our programming here. And so um, it really is a, a mutually beneficial program. Sweet Grown grows because of us and we grow because of Sweet Grown. So, Absolutely. Um, but yeah. So, but now we're class six. Yeah, let's, so, let's move to the yeah, next class. We, we're we have, trying to fill class six now. So, uh, applications are due on May the 17th. So, it's a relatively intense application process. The application is not terribly long. It's about you and who you are as a person, how you give back to agriculture um, in your everyday life and, and the things that you want to do for agriculture in the future. But there's also about the leadership experience and, and how you want to benefit from being a better leader for ag or in your job, you know, the unique thing, and I think maybe a misconception is out there, is that it's only folks that are full-time agriculture. Well, of course, we want to have full-time farmers in the class, and it's ages 25 to 45, so there's a whole mix of there from people that are very fresh in their in their ag in their ag career, whether it's on the farm or whatever, um, to those that have been farming for 20 plus years, and so it's it's a unique combination of people that come together. But then there's also bankers, um, marketing folks. It, it, the, it runs the gamut really of who can apply and who's going to get in there. Um, at the end of the day, what we want is people that are willing to work together to be able to grow together and to want to learn more about what we do that will ultimately be leaders for us and not just us, but our communities. You know, there's and, history. And for, the, and for agriculture in and, general yeah, in Alabama. Absolutely. And, and we even have a history here, you know. Uh, Clay Schofield, who is Senator Clay Schofield, he began and, and kind of started his idea of wanting to run for as a state senator while he was in the Alpha Leaders class. He was encouraged uh, by the effect and the voice that he saw that the Federation had and that he had as a farmer, and he saw that there was a lack of agriculturalists in the state Senate. And so 
he saw an opportunity, he wanted to do it, and now he's in leadership at mm-hmm. the state senate and, and a key part of any ag bill or and really any bill that goes through the state senate. So there's a history there of folks that went through that, but that now are quite literally changing are the course. Affecting of, change. Uh, yeah, uh, and, and that, that's a neat thing. And so that's what we want for this next class. We want the very best applicants that we can have. Yes, not everybody that applies will get in. There were several that didn't apply with mine, or that applied that didn't make it in, um, but then they've since applied and maybe made it in. It's just about a timing issue and, and how right. things are, are in their life and how the class is kind of shaping up as a group of applicants. Because we want it to be the very best group, not just of individuals, but that can come together and create a cohesive team so that they can you know, grow together. Mm-hmm. And that, that's kind of the cool thing. So, um, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to May the 17th. Hopefully we're going to get a lot of folks uh, apply and try to get in here and uh, create some applications that we can get judged in June. And then really our first institute will be in September during policy development. What we do is we work through the area director. So if someone's interested, if they hear it next week and they're like, I had not heard about that yet, uh, they can reach out to me. Uh, they can reach out to the area director, our field staff, and then uh, we can go through the process and get the application to Good, so. good. Yeah. Uh, well, let's move on to uh, the county chairman's workshop. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, that really thing. everything seems to kind of have come together in that week of May, I guess. Um, we are offering, we, we've done this before. It's, we've kind of done it every other year, honestly, uh, a county chairman's workshop. So a lot of folks, I guess, don't realize that. So we have 67 counties. About 40 of those are that number fluctuates a little bit, but I would say anywhere around 45, I guess, is the real number. Um, have uh, Counties have county committees, young farmer committees, and most of those have county chairmen. Those county committees are kind of that, that, that feeder pool to go into county boards. Those county chairmen, uh, young farmers chairmen, oftentimes they hold a place on the county board. They're voting members. Uh, they represent young farmers in that county, and, and then they end up being on that board oftentimes. Uh, we want to make sure that they have all the resources that they possibly could have from us as state staff. Uh, to make sure that they are doing everything they can to grow their county young farmers committee. So our state young farmers committee is is leading that uh, that charge. They're bringing them together. We're going to have lunch. They're going to hear from some of the folks here, a, a lot of the department directors of what's going on and, and who do you call if you have an issue with X, Y, mm-hmm. or Z. But then we're kind of changing it a little bit where instead of them having to listen to me talk to them, which nobody really likes, uh, hopefully they'll like it long enough to listen for 15 minutes for this, but uh, the, the state committee is going to do it. And so it's from their experience as county chairman, what's their challenges, what's their success, where have they been able to work with other counties or with state staff to be able to, or with the state committee to be able to grow their program. And so we're going to have a lot more workshop and a lot less lecture. And mm. I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. We're going to hear from some some different people from across the state, some other chairmen that have had very successful programs that were kind of new or innovative so that maybe they can try to replicate that or scale it to their county. But really the the part of the networking side of that is is what we're really after, being able for them to, to get with folks in their district or of counties of their size or even counties that are drastically different than they are, whether they're successful or starting up or somewhere in between 
so that they can try to grow a new program or to try to grow the program that they have in their county. So and we're excited about that. That's great. Uh, when is that? That's, that's right here at the home office on uh, May the 19th. So we're going to kick off with lunch at 1130. And uh, hopefully by the time people hear this, they are signing up for that or have signed up for that so that we can make sure that uh, we have everybody accounted for. But if they haven't, we would love to have them. And that's not just the county chairman. We actually offer that to two from each county so that it's the current chairman and then someone down the line, whether that's a vice chair or, or someone that is just showing kind of that leadership potential, mm-hmm. I guess, so that they are when they step into that leadership role of being a county chairman, they they know what's going on in some way. They know where they can find it instead of it just being a blank slate every time. Well, that sounds great, and I'm sure that we'll have a lot of uh, a lot of takers on that. I really hope so because it it does it makes our organization stronger when those that are involved in decision making that that kind of help put this together have a good base of knowledge of what we do, of what the federation does, and how they can benefit from it and benefit from the connection, like you're saying, with other uh, other county leaders. So you know, my my job, and uh, I have the best job in the world. I think I get to work with people that are excited about feeding other people. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, whether that's full-time farmers or, or some, you know, if ag allies, as I like to call them, those people that help the ag world go around. But um, my job, if I kind of put it into three little categories, is networking, engagement, and leadership development. And the chairman's workshop really allows us to do all three of those things. They get to network with their other, other people or surrounding counties or different people across the state. They get to be engaged and see how the policy procedure and, and the the things that go on here every day that we Mm -hmm. sometimes forget that not everybody sees. Um, And then the leadership development, they're learning more about how to run a meeting or how to to create a program. So um, that chairman's workshop is a a pretty big deal. Not everybody gets to come. And uh, we hope that that when they leave, they feel a little more prepared to do what they do best. And that's to, to reach out to other young farmers. That sounds good. So we're out of May now. Let's move into June. We got some things coming up from June. Uh, a couple of programs that we're really proud of: uh, Excellence in Ag and Discussion Meet. We have these every year, uh, and uh, we've got some dead. We've got a deadline coming up for for those two programs. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the program and and how we can move forward with that? Yeah. So Excellence in Ag. I'll start there. Um, that one is you know people have seen a lot of publicity over the last couple months about our outstanding young farmer. Um, competition. The Tranthams won, AFBF, we've talked to them. It's an, it's an incredible feat. So the ones for those folks that are not quite full-time production agricultural. So the, the rules say that 51% um, or, or more of their, their income come from off-the-farm income. So that's everybody from school teachers, FFA, uh, or I guess ag teachers, veterinarians, ag lenders. It's kind of, it kind of runs the gamut. It doesn't right. even have to be ag-based, obviously, but if they're involved with the Farmers Federation, normally they are in some ag way. Ag-adjacent. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and so they can still farm, but you know, it just can't be their primary income. Right. And so uh, that one is, is an application and then a presentation. And it's really about what you do for agriculture every day. How are you promoting ag, whether that's in the classroom, whether that's through the job that you have. I competed in it whenever I was an extension agent because that's what I did every day. I talked to people about agriculture. And so um, it, there is, we hope that uh, those applications are sent in. They're due on June the 1st. But then the uh, presentations take place during Farm and Land Expo, which is when we also have our discussion meet competition. So um, last year we had 25 um, 
competitors in discussion meet. So discussion meet is we give you a predetermined list of topics. You have the opportunity to study, and then you come in, and it's not a debate. That's what a lot of people get confused about. But you're really just four young farmers or, or people that are involved with agriculture talking about the topic at hand. And, and uh, it really is fun to hear some of the ideas that come out of the county. Yeah, I've, I've always equated it to uh, eavesdropping into like a brainstorming session that we get to take advantage of. I think some real changes have happened and some minds have been changed as a result of some of those discussions. Yeah. Um, if you look at not only the state level where policy has developed, but even at AFBF, American Farm Bureau, ideas that have come straight out of a discussion meet discussion. So, you know, the fun thing about discussion meet is when you show up that day, the judge, the people there, unless they just know you, it doesn't matter who you are. You don't have to be a county president or a young farmers chairman. It may be the it very well may be the very first farmers federation meeting that you ever attend is to come and compete in discussion meet. And what that brings is a completely fresh look mm-hmm. at the topic at hand. And so, you know, while we have a lot of good ideas within and, and within our members, when you have these new folks, and they have to be a member to compete, but when you have these, these new people that have not been around the organization for their, their whole life, they just look at things different. And sometimes the ideas they bring, whether that's about reaching young farmers, creating programs to help them continue their family farm, and it's not always about young farmers. It can be environmental regulations or anything in, in between. They just look at it different. And it's mm-hmm. fun to see how that how those ideas can come together and build on each other to create a solution to a problem that can then be implemented through policy or some other program. It's never a dull day on the farm, especially when your day starts before the sun comes up. We're Alabama Ag Credit, and while some don't get it, we do. As the local experts in rural real estate financing, we've helped farmers finance everything from homes and land to tractors and crops. Because sometimes your natural resources need financial resources. Excellence in Ag, discussion meet, those deadlines, uh, June 1st. Then we've got a little, this little golf tournament thing coming up June 5th. What, the what, second what can you tell annual, us about the Second, second annual. annual. <laughs> you know, last year it was the inaugural, and now it's second annual, mm-hmm. and we'll see um, how that goes. I th- I, I'm excited. We have our, our golf tournament. The Young Farmers, um, it, it, we were kind of talking about before we, we started recording, Young Farmers Give Back. And that is an incredible thing to me. You know, back in March, we had our Young Farmer Scholarship Auction benefiting the Ag Foundation. And they raised $22,000 in about an hour and a half. And that's young farmers bringing things, whether that's homemade items or new things that they bought, yeah. and then bidding on it with young farmer money. You know, it's it's not like they're, you know, using somebody else's. I, I, I don't know how to say that. It's it's just young farmers. They're not bringing giving. a county check. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's their it's their money. They're taking those items home and 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 they're giving back to the Ag Foundation, well, I, which is I, incredible. Real quick, I was witness to that and the energy level in that room. Uh, they were they were getting excited about the events, but. That everybody was just blown away at how much money was raised at the end, and it was just it was an incredible evening the whole the whole time was it, it was and you know what I've seen and what I've heard when we talk about projects as a state young farmers committee, it always goes back to how can we give back either to our counties, our communities, or to the state. And so um, I guess two years ago, the 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 at that time uh, young farmers committee a lot of those 
people have rolled off and changed, but we've wanted to carry it forward. Um, wanted to do a benefit golf tournament for Ag Foundation, and so uh, we we are here in Montgomery on June the fifth. Uh, we have whole sponsorships. We have young farmer teams. We have people serving catfish and and grilled peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and all the things that you would expect at a at a farmers federation event while people are playing playing golf and raising money for a, a good cause. And so uh, we had a great time last year. We moved it a little bit further into the summer this time to hopefully get out of that planning season. It, I've talked to my sponsors. I've talked to the people that played golf. I've talked to my to my state committee members, and they all loved it. It was a fun event. So hopefully we can raise a little bit of money again for the mm-hmm. Ag Foundation, and all the while be able to bond and and create that networking and engagement side of things that we talked about before. Yeah, the Ag Foundation does a, such a great job. Uh, it creates resources for ag education, for scholarships. I mean, there's so much that that comes from it. Uh, so it's it's not like we're just throwing money into some empty coffer somewhere. Uh, it's money that is given back, like you were saying earlier. It, it, it is money that, that benefits all of Alabama agriculture, you know, not just for now, but on into the future. So it's a, it's a great effort to try to raise money for that. No, I, I agree. And I guess now is a good time for me to, to say this. We couldn't have golf tournament. We couldn't have our Young Farmers Conference. We couldn't have many, many, all the things, the Excellence in Ag, the discussion meet. Some incredible prizes when you win those, by the way. I didn't even mention a while ago, if you win Excellence in Ag, you get a brand new zero-turn lawnmower that's uh, that's sponsored by Cortev AgriScience. If you uh, win discussion meet, you win a brand new four-wheeler sponsored by First South. If you win OIFF, that's that's a gator a and all of these yeah. things from Alabama Ag Credit and Alabama Farm Credit. So I say all that to say we we have some incredible partners within the ag community and even without that want to, to support our program because they see that agriculture, you can't live without it, obviously. Um, but then the future of agriculture is exciting. And so uh, we have a lot of people that, that are sponsors there. And, and we still have sponsors opportunity, sponsorship opportunities available for the golf tournament and other things, obviously. But um I, I really needed to, to make sure that I pointed that out. We have some incredible sponsors that sure. love to give back to this program and are incredibly kind to our program and help support it and keep it going yeah, as strong I, as it is. I'm really glad you mentioned that because they uh, they make it so much better. I mean, we could give them a certificate we, that said, hey, you did a great job with this and we'll put your picture in our magazine. But to come away with uh, a Traeger, you know, grill and uh, all these, you know, just so many different things that happen over the years, uh, Yeti coolers here and there. and they, you know, That's right, yeah. Uh, this year, by the way, the top three Excellence in Ag and the top four uh, che- or, uh, discussion meet winners, they get a really nice bonfire solo stove that happens to have the Young Farmers of Alabama logo uh, engraved in it. So it's it's a really nice, like I, I kind of wish I could compete, to be honest oh, with wow. you, because I really would like one of those. Um, they're, they're, they're really nice. I was really pleased with how those turned out. But then, like I said, I mean, if you, if you win each of those, I mean, there's some some money, you know, written mm-hmm. prizes that are there, and so um, we don't skimp on our gifts. I, I, I don't want to say this too loud, but our gifts in Alabama are better than AFBF gifts at the national level. So um, better, it's, let's be careful. Then. Yeah, well, that's okay. Yeah. That just encourages them to put more money Stay, in. This so. stays in Alabama. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> well, Hunter, I think we've 
we've covered a lot of inf- a lot of things going on, and thank you for your leadership in this. I, I really appreciate you are uh, you're continuously working on different programs and different ways that we can uh, reach out to others and that we can uh, create connection with ourselves and with those around us. So uh, I just wanted to thank you for the the wonderful job that you do and uh, what a uh, what a bright light you are to the federation. Well, Mike, I appreciate that. I, I, it's fun getting to do what we do. And uh, I say this a lot of times when I go to a meeting or speak at a Young Farmers County meeting or whatever it may be, it's really easy to work for people that work harder than you do. And uh, farmers are who we, that's our bread and butter, you know, that's mm-hmm. kind of in the name of what we do. And so uh, the people that we work for are an incredible group of members, and it's easy to want to do more for them. And I will Absolutely. say thank you for all you do for me. I, you know, I, I said without my stakeholder groups and my, my sponsors and all those things, but let me tell you, I couldn't do any of what I do, or at least it would look really bad if I, if, if I didn't have have you and, and all the other folks in communications helping me out so that we can spread the word and make things look nice. So thank you. And well, sound you're decent. I, I, sound, <laughs> I don't sound good, but you do, so I'll take it. <laughs> no, no, you sound great. Well, we've been on with Hunter McBrayer, and thank you again for being here with us. Absolutely, Mike. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for uh, pulling me back in the studio. It's always fun. And now, your weekly AgCast wrap-up. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Farmers face unique stresses and challenges that can have a significant impact on their mental health. Suicide rates for farmers are 45% higher than that of the general population. Nearly half of all farmers report experiencing symptoms of anxiety, depression, or both. This can be attributed to financial pressures, weather-related challenges, or social isolation. More than 60% of rural Americans live in areas that have a shortage of mental health professionals. But you don't have to go through it alone. We're here to support you. Call the American Farm Bureau Federation's Farm Crisis Hotline for help at 800-464-0258. Or visit the Alabama Department of Agriculture and Industries website for a list of mental health resources for all 67 counties of Alabama. Remember, small gestures make a big impact, so send a text, give a card, take a ride, deliver a treat, or make a call. Alabama AgCast is sponsored by our friends at Alabama AgCredit. Give them a call for all your farm and land financing needs. For more information about today's conversation, check out the show notes or visit alphafarmers.org slash agcast. Be sure to follow Alabama Farmers Federation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Tune in next week for another timely conversation from Alabama AgCast. Alabama AgCast.